0: football football games i like to bet on football games hello everyone welcome to the friday props drop here at the props network i am joel wachowski and this is gonna be a great show because we have one rule here the more chaotic it is when we start the show the better the show is. I have so many picks this week. I have a pick from every team, except for one. And we had trouble logging into the stream, so if you're hanging out with us, I apologize if it's five or so minutes late. Google Chrome. Google's been messing with the show all week, and I don't think it's a coincidence. First of all, everyone knows that we'd kind of come at them for the how bad it is how hard it is to find some stats when you just google them you can't find live scores ever but it's my, wednesday i upload the walk on the walk on doesn't upload today i try and join on google chrome for the props drop google gets in the way i've got good friends at google i know they're messing with me so cut that out boys we got work to do this is the best football weekend maybe of all time Seven meaningful games in a 72-hour stretch. That means for from Saturday at 1 to Monday at 11 p.m., you will be spending 30% of the time watching meaningful football. Well, here to talk about this, here to talk about the, all the possibilities for these talented individuals and how we will profit off them is my friend, he is the Draymond Green of the New York City comedy basketball scene, and this is the easiest week of his work life of the season here at the Props Network since he writes a blog where he bets every game. Please welcome Steve Clark. Yo! What's up, Joel? I'm doing good, and don't let the rant fool you, I'm having a great time here today. You know what it is? It's those vaccines. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> You know, I I think I'm just caught up in all these Robert Sala rumors. Yeah. Oh,
1: that's exciting.
0: I know the owner of the restaurant he had dinner at last night. I think it's encouraging news. I hear rumors that his wife was spotted purchasing a blue cake saying, congrats, coach. So
1: we're waiting with bated breath over here. That'd be sick. Another defensive minded coach to come in and... Lead the worst defense in the NFL.
0: Yeah, and props to the memes makers for just that Lions defense defending the Capitol meme. That's <laughs> off to you, friends. That is good work there. Why didn't I think of that? That's really good. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think we've got a lot of great stuff here. I mean, I do like shooting this shit with you, but we got a lot of bullet points on the docket today. Yeah. Huh? That's true. So let's get right into it. We're starting. We'll go in chronological order, all right? And maybe we'll analyze the games a little bit more than usual. And let's start Colts plus six and a half at the Buffalo Bills. This game could go either way. I think it's there's a perfect line. I can see this game either run dominance by the Colts or the Bills do what they do every week. Mm -hmm.
1: What are your feelers for this? I, if I were to bet it right now, I'd probably take the over. I saw it at 51 yesterday. I don't know if it's still there, but I would take the over. And then probably at six and a half, I would take the Bills. I might buy buy the hook and get it down to six. Um I just think this Bills team is too good. The Colts defense really fell off a cliff. Um But yeah, I have some... I. I think you know what my first prop bet is going to be of this game.
0: Jonathan Taylor yardage over. Is it like 77.5
1: this week? I got it at 72.5. Ooh, baby. You got it early. I like it. That's the pick of the week. It's every, every week. Every week. It's a pick of the week. It's Jonathan Taylor over. We love it. Since week 10, I've made this pick and it has hit every single time. And Buffalo's rush defense is not that good. They allow 120 yards on the ground per game. Jonathan Taylor had 253 yards last week. He's they they love him. He's going to get the ball a lot. I think this is a I'm I'm am going to bet this. I can't not bet this. You
0: can't not bet this. And I know you have a bet you love on the Colts. I have one, too. I'm not I'm not messing with you here. This is the absolute truth. The following pick came to me in a dream. Oh, God. (laughs) Michael Pittman Jr. to score a touchdown plus 260. I I hope to God that happens. (laughs) I don't have any. I know he's a good player, but truly my analysis here is that it came to me in a dream. If you want me to break down football games, I think there is a lock on the cold sideline with Mo Cox over receiving yards. 12 and a half. Oh 125. wow. 125. And I looked this up. Um, I believe there's an over this season, he hits this over 90% of the time. Yeah, that's very low. So this is a very small yardage over. Every one of the numbers suggests the over here. So yeah, Michael Pittman to score a touchdown. Mo Alley <laughs> Cox over receiving yards. <laughs>
1: Yeah, can't argue with either of those.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and I know I said in the Slack yesterday that, you know, I was going to have a pick for each team. I actually don't have a pick for the Buffalo Bills. They, There just seems to be some inflated lines with them. I mean, yeah. I don't blame Vegas for doing that. They've been performing like crazy and it's hard to gauge their individual production. So I'm staying away. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm going to put the Bills in a tease. I think this is I think the Bills could win the Super Bowl. I also, also think it's true that the Colts run game could win this one. So,
1: yeah, yeah, it'll be a, it'll be a fun game. I, I took a Bills prop. Ooh, I kind of went with chalk here. I took Stefan Diggs over seven and a half receptions. Oh, yeah, that underneath thing. That'll be there for him in yep. pretty rough. It's going to be cold. I don't know what the wind effect will be. Yeah, I should have checked the weather, but I, I, I think this is a fairly safe. I mean, it's plus one fourteen, so it's you're getting pretty good odds on it. And Diggs gets peppered with targets, over ten targets per game in the regular season, over eight catches per game in the regular season, and it's the playoffs. I think they're going to use their toy that they spent money on, and I think he'll. I, I don't know. That's that's the one I found that I liked. Like you said, the Bills was a hard one to to find, but. I'm just going to go chalk and take digs.
0: And especially with Cole Beasley's health being put into, there's a little bit of question marks. We don't know quite his status yet, but you know, they're going to go to digs. If there's anything going on with their other targets, that's only going to exacerbate how
1: much they go to digs. Yeah. And the Colts past defense has not been great. They're nope. like 11th worst in the league. Their defense in the beginning of the year, everyone was like, Oh, they're the best in the league, but they kind of fell off about halfway through. So they can, yeah, the Bills can throw on them, and I think they will. Yeah, and
0: and they're a great defense, but their standouts are just not at the cornerback position. Linebackers, yeah. Linebacker, DT, safety. And um, I do want to point out, Sam is messaging me that the Michael Pittman Jr. bet I recommended is actually plus 400 at points bet. There you go. PointsBet has a lot of great props this week. There's good value. We pulled up many of our lines from them. So if you do want to follow my dreams, move to New York. (laughs) I mean, go bet on Michael Pittman Jr. to score a touchdown at PointsBet. There you go. All right. So let's move on to, I cannot believe the line on this game. Please illuminate me. Rams plus three and a
1: half at Seattle. We still. I mean, that could be extremely low if Goff doesn't play. Yeah. And still and, no clarity.
0: And even if Goff does play, didn't he have thumb surgery? He just had thumb surgery two weeks ago. Yep. <laughs> on his throwing hand, correct? On his throwing hand, yep. So out of all the things on the dock, I'm I'm sorry if I'm going to hurt your feelings here. Does This Seattle money line seems like a
1: very good opportunity. Sure. Yeah. I think, I mean, yeah, they have better chances of winning than the Rams do, but it is a division game. These two teams always play each other super tight. I think the Rams' defense is good enough to keep us in the game regardless of who's playing quarterback. Like, we held the Cardinals to seven points last week. I know they had a backup quarterback in as well, but, you know, we could hold. That's why I like the under in this game. It's at 42 and a half. I think I'm going to hit that. Um, But, yeah, it's... I think the Seahawks will win, but it's going to be an ugly game regardless of who starts at quarterback for the Rams.
0: Absolutely. I think this will be an ugly game, and I'm not dismissing the Rams' chances there. I'm just saying, like, Russell Wilson against a backup quarterback in the playoffs, I mean, you do
1: the algebra. Exactly.
0: There is a chance that McVay is the quarterback whisper, and there's also a chance that this journeyman can be as effective in this offense as Jared Goff is, especially given that – there's not as much tape on him.
1: Well, and Jared Goff is a bad quarterback. So like, it's not a humongous downgrade. It's a downgrade in the fact that we can't use our weapons. Like Cooper cup and Robert Woods are our offensive weapons and our tight ends are are very good too. And Walford can't really get them the ball. He kind of presents a new set of skills that is useful, but without healthy running backs, like cam makers finally practiced in full this week. So if Walford is in, I would expect the Rams to just run the ball nonstop. But we'll see. We'll see what happens. I, I don't I don't even know which quarterback I'd prefer to play. I think Goff because he has the playoff experience, but Walford isn't a humongous downgrade in my eyes.
0: And, and Walford, like, because of the way that Arizona game last week, they kind of just had to, like, run
1: out the clock the entire second half. Arizona's yeah. offense was absolutely terrible. They weren't even trying. They pumped – There was, it was like third and 18 with four minutes left. And they ran an option play with Kyler Murray, who had a hurt leg. And then they punted on fourth and 11 down two scores. I don't understand what they were doing. And Cliff Kingsbury keeps his job. Unbelievable. Like they legitimately gave up. Also, they started the season like five and two, right? And they ended eight and eight. Yeah. They fell off of the
0: face of the earth after that Buffalo Hail Mary. So yeah, that's right. They they used up all their good karma on one single play.
1: Does that but, say plus four and a half, Sam? I think it does. I think the Rams line is shifting. I think there's it's becoming more likely that Wolford is the quarterback.
0: Oh yeah, it does look that way. And I'm sorry, I I did look up those lines at nine o'clock
1: this morning, and it was plus three and a half. So so yeah, golf must there must be some news. Although at eight a.m. on the West Coast, I can't imagine anything like. They haven't had practice yet. I don't know. I would um, t- if you could find the Seahawks at under four, I would take it in a heartbeat.
0: And actually, we actually I'm gonna go full screen here. We can actually see it's actually the line is to three now. It went the other way. Went the other way. So maybe maybe we got Jared Goff. Oh, it opened at four and a half. Yeah, yeah. maybe
1: maybe now it's announced that Goff is coming back.
0: Sorry, we. we, I love using the Props Network line forecasting tool, but just because of my browser situation, I have to go full screen to totally read it. Fun fact: I wear contacts and am legally blind, folks. So that one might be on my disability just a little bit. Sorry there. So, how about the props in this Ram Seattle game?
1: I, like I mentioned earlier, I think this game is going to be gross. I think neither team is going to score more than you know twenty-one points. I'm going to take Russell Wilson under 254 and a half passing yards. The, Jalen Ramsey has shown he can shut down DK Metcalf. Troy Hill has shown he can be a shutdown corner. against. He can go against Tyler Lockett. Um, Seahawks are – that's kind of the end of their target list. I mean, David Moore's is okay. They can kind of toss it to Chris Carson. They have Greg Olson at tight end. I just don't see them throwing the ball a ton – and being very successful on the Rams Rams are the best pass defense in the NFL. They only gave up 190 yards per game in the air through the season. And in the two games we played against the Seahawks, Wilson had 248 and 225 passing yards. And
0: I I couldn't agree more, Steve. I think I had the exact same logic as you. And when I wanted to look at a Seattle prop bet for a player, I went Russell Wilson under attempts. 35 and a half. You know, he hasn't hit it against the Rams in either matchup this season. And given the fact that there's quarterback uncertainty and this is sure to be a rock fight, there's a little bit of juice there. I mean, they're going to take a little bit away, but minus 130, I really like that. And while we're on Seattle and stupid 130 bets, Freddie Swain, longest reception, over five and a half yards.
1: Yeah, they might have to use him.
0: Yeah, and he every time he's played in a game, he's hit that. <laughs> oh, so, really? I mean, you might be thinking, "Oh, it's Wild Card Weekend, Tom Brady, Russell Wilson." No, 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 no. This this week is about Mo Ali Cox and Freddie. <laughs> Hell yeah, Legends Weekend. So, <laughs> let's go to the Rams. What, what what do you have in terms of player props over there?
1: I'm operating under the assumption that. Jared Goff will not be 100%. Okay. And John Wolford is not a great passing quarterback. So I'm taking Robert Woods under 52 and a half receiving yards. You know, Seahawks pass defense really has turned it around the last 6 or so weeks. Um and through the last 4 weeks of the season, Robert Woods only averaged 43 yards per game. He's I, he's a great player and he if he gets involved which they will try to involve him it'll be through the run it'll be through screen passes it'll be these short dink and dunk passes um yeah i ju- there's just too much uncertainty at quarterback and 52 and a half is a higher number than he's hit in like 5 weeks
0: Okay, so yeah I, I you made a very good argument there and now I will very sheepishly trot out the Robert Woods longest reception over 20 and a half yards
1: pick. I mean it could still happen. He turns those screen passes into long gainers sometimes so Ex-
0: exactly I just thought his physicality might come into play in this one if they are playing the the last two minute drill in either game like either half he could easily take one and get 20. 30 yards we've seen it from Robert Woods many times he's the most physically gifted receiver on the Rams so I'm thinking he makes plays I was looking at that Cam Akers over under but yep. given the quarterback situation like I think that almost affects running back lines more than it does receiver lines.
1: it definitely affects the running back lines and Cam Akers hasn't been healthy in two weeks
0: yeah so I came into this looking at Cam Akers there's no QB line so with the Rams you kind of just have to pick a receiver line. And I went with Robert Woods over 20 and a half yards, and I'll go with um, Seahawks money line here. All right. Sorry, Steve. That's okay. I might do the same thing just to kind of hedge emotionally. Everyone's doing the emotional hedge this week. You're doing the emotional hedge. Donnie's doing the emotional hedge. Everyone's betting
1: against their teams. You have to. You absolutely have to. Can you believe? I, I don't do it. No. That's you must be a sad man. <laughs> I, I,
0: <laughs> I, I haven't believed I haven't gone to church in 15 years, but I bet against the lions and I went to confession. <laughs> 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 the saddest shit in the world. Um, speaking of the saddest shit in the world, Alex Smith is starting a playoff game folks. And we have the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. their eight point favorites. They're visiting the Washington football team. And I really like Tampa in this one.
1: It's hard. Yeah, I don't. It's hard to say. I could see a a very likely scenario where Tampa wins by 14. And I can see just as likely a scenario where. They win by three. They win like 17 to 14, like something crazy like that. I think if I had to pick anything, I'd probably take the under in this game, too.
0: Yeah, and I think so. It's just – it's impossible for me to imagine. I watched that Washington offense last week. They can't move the ball. If Alex Smith gets any pressure, he falls over immediately. I mean, I yep. understand the injury concern, but this Tampa Bay offense is incredible. I don't understand how they're going to keep pace with them. And, for instance, I talk about them playing the Lions like – um When Washington played the Lions, the Lions beat them, and they had Alex Smith. And when the Tampa Bay Buccaneers played the Lions, uh, Tampa Bay got 35 first-half points. (laughs) (laughs) Just given the uh, similar competition, I was more impressed with Tampa Bay. I think the Antonio Brown dimension is really just opening up that offense. Yeah. So let's get going in terms of player props.
1: I'm going to take a different wide receiver on the Bucs, Chris Godwin, over 68 and a half receiving yards. Just be like, just watching him last week was incredible. He's a monster. And if Mike Evans is out or even like limited, Godwin becomes the number one guy by far. Um, He's the slot guy. And Washington, while they are a great offense or a great defense, they don't match up super great against slot receivers. Um, they give up the most yards to slot receivers of any any sort of receiver. And Godwin lines up 70% of the time in the slot. So I'll take Godwin over 68 and a half. That's just like four catches for him. And my only
0: concern with this is a conspiracy theory. I know it's a bad week for conspiracy <laughs> <theories>. <laughs> But a couple of our viewers, they hit me up last week. They said Mike Evans only is faking injured because he dropped a touchdown pass. Yeah, that's what I initially thought, too. So we will see. I could see Chris Godwin absolutely blowing out. He's a forgotten man in this Tampa offense. And I believe he's hitting free agency this off. So it's time to turn
1: it on, Chris. He's he's so good. But yeah, right. When Mike Evans went down with that injury after that drop, I was like, oh, that's he's clearly faking that because he's embarrassed, but he did. He hyper extend his knee. I just don't know how severe it was.
0: Yeah. And it is get well soon, Mike. <laughs> so if we're going to go to the Tampa Bay offense, I like Rob Gronkowski over three and a half receptions at plus money plus 118. Wow. And this is because Washington has a great pass rush. Chase Young, Sweat, they're fantastic Young DEs. And in that situation with Brady needing to get rid of the ball quickly, there's a it's his biggest target who also is his best security blanket. So yeah, if he's under duress, he's going to be lobbing it up for Gronkowski. He'll be targeted in this game. So I really like that pick there.
1: Yeah. How I don't know how often he's done that recently, but then it but like this is the thing about this Bucks team is that it's the playoffs, and that's when these like Tom Brady, Rob Gronkowski, they show up. So I could definitely see them involving Gronk a lot.
0: Yeah, and, and in that Detroit game, he was shut down in the third quarter for like Almost the rest of the season, he didn't get much usage against Atlanta. Right. But when they want to use him, they've featured him quite a bit. Like over the second half of the season, he's if you look at his fantasy production, mm-hmm. some decent splits, and like under a pass rush with Mike Evans having some concerns. I think Gronk is the guy who gets those targets.
1: My my Washington pick is my favorite prop of the week. I think there is no chance it doesn't hit. <laughs> Which means that this player is going to get hurt in the first quarter and it's not going to hit.
0: Uh, is uh, Can I guess?
1: Yeah. Is it Terry McLaurin involved?
0: No. Oh, wow. Is it? It's not Sims. It can't be Sims, right? Nope. nope. Oh, then it must be a running back
1: prop. Let's hear it, Steve. I'm taking JD McKissick over four and a half receptions. Oh, yeah. He, every week. Every single He gets targeted more than any of their wide receivers. And when Alex Smith plays, he averages nine targets per game. The Bucks also allow the most receptions to running backs in the NFL. They allowed 101 receptions to the running back position. And Devin White is still going to be on the COVID list. It's a linebacker that's out. And I'm probably going to take the over on the yards, too, at 30 and a half. Like this seems like such a short. Th- I'm like too confident about this one. I'm sold. You made three good
0: arguments there. You you threw in how the rosters were affected to really help this wager hit. So I'm all in with this one, Steve.
1: I love it. There was a there was a game where Alex Smith was the quarterback where JD McKissick got targeted 16 times in a game. <laughs> I'm not even kidding. He got targeted – I think he had like 12 catches on 16 targets. Alex Smith loves J.D. McKissick. Yeah,
0: I mean I don't – maybe Alex Smith has to love J.D. Yeah,
1: exactly.
0: But yeah, I'm I'm sold on that, and I will go against that just a little bit because my pick – it took me a while to find it. I did just find it at the wonderful points bet, who I will add has no juice on any of their bets this weekend – Whoa. Yeah, even odds on any straight game. So usually you'll bet 30 to win 27. This is yeah. 30 to win 30.
1: That's great. Love that.
0: Yeah. Was up. So in this one, I like the Alex Smith under 216.5 mm-hmm. yards.
1: Yep. I love that too.
0: Yeah. I mean, I we don't know that he'll be getting too many opportunities we don't know that he'll be throwing the ball down the field a bit much and i just i feel like this is going to be a messy game he he, the job is done in washington (laughs) you got to the playoffs he didn't deserve it at all please just go home no one wants to see you anymore take nothing but knees alex smith I actually probably can't take knees, which is why he's the perfect quarterback for this team. Yeah. Oh yeah. I'm not anticipating a big day from Alex minus 216.5 under 216.5 minus
1: 115. Yeah. I like that as well. I don't know what the Washington team total is, but I'd probably look at that too. If it's like under 20. So here's, I was last night, I was just looking at Washington football scores from the week, from the, from the season. You know how you spend a, Thursday night and the they are zero and nine when the opposing team scores 20 or more points all of their losses came when the opposing (laughs) team scored 20 or more points they won every single game when they held the team under 20 points and they're not going to hold the team under 20 points
0: yeah their offense has like two good players yeah (laughs) Terry McLaurin's awesome Gibson's awesome Everyone else, it's a work in progress. Ron Rivera teams, they always have kind of crappy offenses outside of 2015. So, yeah, Tampa all day here. You can even buy this to six and a half. The fact that this line is at eight right now, buy it to six and a half. Enjoy yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, shouts to it's okay. So, it's under at DraftKings. The line for Washington points is under 17 and
1: a half. I like that because you get the hook, too.
0: Yeah, I like that as well. Under 17 and a half, if you want to take your action to draft kings. Uh, we're, so let's move on to Sunday. It, right. I mean, Saturday's it's a fun slate. Sunday, probably the two games I'm looking forward to the most. Yep. And the these first two games, they were probably the hardest for me to get a feel for of any this entire NFL season. First off, we have the Ravens, minus three at the Tennessee Titans. Fun fact, Donnie Sengstack's parents got vaccinated to go to this game. What? They, Donnie lives in, in Nashville right now. His, his mom's a professor at Vanderbilt, So, and they're all diehards Ravens fans, so they got vaccines so they could go. That's
1: incredible.
0: Yeah, it's safe. They can do it and they're going to be cheering on their inexplicably favored Ravens against Tennessee Titans.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. This gives me flashbacks to last year.
0: Um which side, I mean, I have the tables turned. I don't know. Cuz the Ravens are kind of getting hyped right now. Like I would love the Ravens in this situation if they were the underdog. I can't believe that Vegas is giving what six points to- six, narrative yeah like i think you know given home team advantages you know tennessee should probably be favored
1: by three here that's six points for the narrative yeah 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 so i i don't really know which way to go in this game i'd probably take the over because tennessee is an over like they just hit over every single week it's at 54 and a half i believe. Um But, yeah, as far as which side to take, it's tricky. Very tricky.
0: Yeah, I think you tie the Tennessee money line with the over. Okay. And that's like a plus 230 bet. So that seems just like good value. Make it a small unit play. But there is a player prop in this game that I like quite a bit. Okay. Okay, so I like any Ryan Tannehill over in this game, yeah, I have one of those. His yardage over is 237.5. It's moved actually overnight to 234.5. Wow, he's over on touchdowns, one and a half is minus 105. And you, you guys can tell I have some Ravens fans in my life this entire season. All I've heard is these Ravens fans bitching about their secondary, they <laughs> said the past <laughs> event is awful. I've seen them give up yards through the air to pretty consistently. So, yeah, Ryan Tannehill, those are very good lines for him.
1: I love them. I agree. Those are, yeah, that's pretty low in 230 range for a quarterback that typically throws, I would guess, in the high 200s. I guess maybe they're anticipating a Derrick Henry game, but the Ravens are also anticipating a Derrick Henry game, and they're going to be stacking the box, which will open up throwing lanes. I took a different Ryan Tannehill over. I took Tannehill over 16 and a half rushing yards. Oh, boom. Book that. Yeah. He, uh, the last three weeks of the season, he rushed for 21, 55 and 38 yards. And last time he played against the Ravens in week 11, he ran for 35 yards. And I think now that it's playoff time, it's like any, any um, time where he might have protected his body during the regular season, that time has passed. He's going to run for first downs on third down. He's going to use his legs if he has to. He's a pretty mobile guy. Um, so yeah, let's go all over on on Tannehill.
0: Yeah, do the Tannehill trifecta. Anything he has, and the more seeing us talk about Ryan Tannehill, it's kind of steering me towards the Titans in this game.
1: Yeah, like- yeah. I mean the Titans... That's the thing, though, is the Titans' defense is awful. So this could just be a back-and-forth all game long. This game is
0: going to be so high-scoring. I think I advise the over completely, and I advise the over on the Tennessee passing game across the board. Meanwhile, we have across the way, I love the J.K. Dobbins' over rushing yards 61 and a half if he's hit this five of the past six weeks he's Mm -hmm. becoming more and more a part of an offense like you know that jonathan taylor narrative that you push this Mm -hmm. is the poor man's version of that
1: yeah (laughs) i agree i have the same exact pick no i do he's averaged 83 yards in the last six games double digit carries since week 11 and yeah like we were just saying titans defense is Very bad. And the Ravens have shown when they've gotten hot, you got to run the ball.
0: And I'm sorry for that ding. Um, Donnie Sengstack's watching right now, and he says that the under on Ryan Tannehill attempts could be a good way to go because he hasn't thrown more than 33 passes in a Titans regulation win since week three. Okay. So
1: So. he thinks the Titans are going to win.
0: He thinks the Titans are going to win, and he thinks Tannehill will go under 33 and a half passing attempts. So that's a little hat tip from Don. So, right. do you have a, a Ravens prop for us? I had the J.K. Dobbins one. Same oh, thing. Oh, oh, we just agreed there. Yeah. things think alike. Yeah. <laughs> I was a little distracted because Donnie was giving me that pick. So forgive me there, Stephen. All good. Okay. So, let's move on to, I, oh, Okay, sure. Um, The Bears (laughs) are in the playoffs. Yeah. Plus 10 at New Orleans. And I want to take the Bears here, but I remember that a run-heavy team came into the Superdome last postseason and surprised the Saints with an early exit. I can't imagine that happening
1: two times in a row. So... (laughs) Yeah, I... Honestly, the Bears are plus 10 right now. I think I'm going to take the Bears.
0: Yeah, Khalil Mack against Drew Brees. I hate Drew Brees. Not because I hate Drew Brees, because he hasn't been able to play for two years. Boy, I hate every quarterback, don't I?
1: Yeah.
0: (laughs) (laughs) This whole show this week is me talking about how everybody sucks. But you see Bears getting 10 points. That's too many points. And, dude, look at the – think about – the great playoff upsets of our lifetimes. It's always a team with a great running back. So it's always a team with who's a little bit riding high and the recipe is there for both the Colts and the bears games. Yeah.
1: And the saints have a history of giving up big runs to good running backs in the wild card weekend. (laughs) Um are we going to see another beast quake from david montgomery? yeah and we we can even take it even further
0: the the saints have a history of giving up long runs to running backs of terrible teams in the playoffs. yeah <laughs>
1: <laughs> teams that don't deserve to be in the playoffs consistently oh my- do great runs against the saints.
0: if I, if the Bears win this game, it'll be the happiest a Chicago product has made me since Kanye West was sane. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so in this game, there's some fun David Montgomery lines at yeah. points that I encourage everyone to go to points bet and check them out. David Montgomery, 100 yards is plus 300.
1: That's incredible.
0: Yeah, and that's their only recipe. To win this game is a dominant David Montgomery performance. Yeah. So
1: yeah, he's hitting this bait like more often than not the second half of the year. He's so- been crushing. He's been so good. Uh, yeah, I also have a David Montgomery prop. I'm taking anytime touchdown at plus one twenty-five. Ooh, that that's probably a better version of my prop. I just can't imagine anyone else scoring a touchdown <laughs> on that team. I guess like. Jimmy Graham, Allen Robinson. But I think Montgomery, if he gets the touches he's used to, he's going to score. He's averaged 30 touches per game over the last three games of the season. They're using him so much. Um, And the Saints rush defense started off the season really, really good. They're probably the best rush defense in the NFL until the last like five weeks. Um, They've allowed 115 yards per game on the ground the last five weeks after only allowing 85 on the ground the rest of the season so they've definitely fallen off a cliff and yeah this is a Montgomery pick he is the Bears offense so I love him to score a touchdown and it can be receiving or rushing anytime touchdown any touchdown
0: yeah and if we're gonna there there's probably pretty good value in the the anytime touchdown at points bet I see that Trubisky is plus 650 to score a touchdown I also don't hate his over under rushing yards of 13 and a half.
1: Yeah, I honestly. know.
0: I know Mitch hasn't been running lately, but in a big game, we're getting Mitch. He's extending plays. Yeah. He's running. He's doing the worst throws you've ever seen. <laughs> he's It's I mean, it's going to be like that John Mulaney bit about the Trump presidency. We're seeing a horse in a hospital. It's playoff Trubisky. Let's go
1: this. Yeah. I can't believe I'm going to watch this game.
0: All of the Sunday (laughs) games terrify me. Yeah. (laughs) Every single one.
1: That's true. Yeah. The Saturday games, I feel like I have a decent hold of and these Sunday games. I feel like I have no idea what to expect.
0: No, I, I know exactly what my record will be right now. I'm going three and three, and I know where the wins and losses are coming. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so how about
1: the Saints? Do we have a, a Saints player prop? Yeah. Like you just said, Drew Brees. I don't trust him, especially against this Bears defense. So I'm taking under 267 and a half passing yards. Uh the Bears defense has only allowed 231 passing yards per game on the season. And they've played the Packers twice, played the Lions twice. They have played like pass heavy teams. Um, and Kamara tweeted last night that he'll be playing on Sunday. Don't know if that's entirely true. He tweeted it. So I'm going to trust him. And with him back, I see them running the ball a lot. And if this game turns out the way that Vegas is expecting at a plus 10 or a minus 10 for the Saints, the Saints should be running the ball out in that third and fourth quarter. So yeah I don't I don't think he's gonna have to throw the ball that much
0: and I will believe with I'm, I'm with that pick but that being said I still like a receiver yardage over for the Saints mm-hmm. Michael Thomas over 69 and a half minus 115 and I know he's had a terrible year I know he's getting hurt punching teammates but he, he hit this after he came back three out of four times. And it seems to me that they were just trying to get him ready for this game.
1: Yeah, for sure.
0: They've been resting him to have him at full health. Yeah. In the postseason, Michael Thomas is going to get 75 yards.
1: Yeah. It's hard to imagine getting that number with Michael Thomas, a healthy Michael Thomas, any other time in the season. So if you see it now and you know that he's going to be healthy, got to take that.
0: Yeah. And like you forget. Like the casual, casual fans forget how he's the backbone of this offense. Camari kind of yeah. took over this year, but it's those seven, eight yard passes to Michael Thomas that this offense has kind of been built around, and those are the only throws that Drew Brees can still make. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> very true. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Well, um, he might have to get on his soapbox at me, but not not because of the soapbox things, just to make eye contact. <laughs> Yeah, that's small weirdo. That Lilliputian bitch. Okay, so let's move on to our last game, our most tragic game of the postseason. We've got the Browns at the Steelers, and uh, the Browns will not have a coach.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Their first time in the playoffs in 20 years, and they're just not going to have a head coach.
0: Yeah, and I think he's going to win
1: coach of the year. Yeah. Well, I
0: think <laughs> Flores and Miami didn't make it, so you're not going to have the coach of the year. It's so Browns.
1: It's such a Browns thing, yeah.
0: Absolutely. And, and I'm going to take the Browns' money line and lose. Uh, you can look at <laughs> that right now. I, I cannot bring myself to bet on the Steelers in this game. I'm, I'm talking with Brian every week. I...
1: Have to root for the Browns here. I'm gonna root for the Browns for sure, but I'm gonna bet on the Steelers. They're I'm- only minus six. Like the line didn't change, even when the head coach was announced he was gonna be out, which I don't really understand. Uh, we saw how the Lions did without their head coach, <laughs> so <laughs> I could see like it's not gonna be an enormous like I don't know. I think head coaches are overrated. Besides Bill Belichick, maybe Sean McVay too. Stefanski's game plan has been pretty simple all year. It's like run the ball, set up the play action. So I think they'll be okay, but I'm still taking the Steelers minus six.
0: Yeah, and I mean, that's the smart thing to do, but I will be all <laughs> over the Browns on Sunday night just hoping for a miracle to see them get their first playoff win in It'd be great. franchise history. I don't know how to explain that. <laughs> right,
1: yeah, in the Super Bowl era, I guess. I no. mean,
0: I, I guess they get to those – Kozar wins belong to the Ravens. I <laughs> technically not, but right, the guys who worked there and built that team are in Baltimore. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So okay, I think there are better values on the Browns sideline. I like Baker over one and a half touchdowns plus one fifteen. I mean, it's going to have to be a Baker game for the Browns to have any sort of success. The Browns franchise. They have such an odd connection to Baker in these big games. It's always Baker, Baker, Baker. And I think that kind of thinking is going to pervade the game plan. They're going to have the ball in Baker's hands. They're going to give it to their tight ends a lot. And, you know, I think this is going to be oddly high scoring as well. So I'm in favor
1: of that. Okay. I can definitely see that happening. Um, I'm going to go with Nick Chubb instead of Baker over 65 and a half rushing yards. I think it's going to kind of be, well, I guess it depends on game script, right? Like at the beginning of the game, I can definitely see the Browns without their head coach, keeping it simple, running the ball, giving it to their best offensive weapon who they've, for some reason, the last few weeks have not been using more than like 12 or 13 times but there was a stretch in the middle of the season where Chubb was getting like 18 carries for 95 yards a game. Just why there's no excuse for him not to get 18 carries this game. Um, Yeah. And I think, and again, the coach being out, just give the ball to your running back, Keep, like simplify the game.
0: Yeah, not much to it. And I had the Chubb line written down as well. 65.5 seems like, Pretty amazing line to get on Nick Chubb. Yeah. We, this guy is top five running back in the league. Yeah, Probably the second best pure runner in the league. So yeah, he's going to be fed in a playoff game against their biggest rival who's missing their, their nose tackle.
1: And who has an amazing pass defense. Like yeah. I don't know how well Baker's going to be able to throw the ball against this team, but they can run it. Yeah, and on the Steeler
0: side of the ball, um, Sam, I think I had a typo when I sent you this pick, but I like Ben Roethlisberger over 41 and a half pass attempts. Love that. If you look at his game log, he's hit this 60% of the time on the year. This goes with my hypothesis that this will be a high-scoring game, so I love that from Ben.
1: Yeah, I think last time he was in the playoffs, he threw the ball like 59 times or something. Like he, I I agree that he's going to have to throw the ball a ton in this game. I also have a Roethlisberger pick over 291 and a half passing yards goes along with your pick really well. Um, And yeah, the biggest reason is that the Steelers absolutely cannot run the football. They are terrible They're the worst rushing team in the NFL at running the ball Uh, He played 15 games this year. He threw the ball over 600 times. That's over 40 pass attempts per game. And they won their first 13 games pretty handily. So he didn't have to throw the ball a ton. Um, But he still did. And the Browns' pass defense is not good. They're like 11th worst in the NFL. They give up 250 yards per game. So I see this as a Ben game for sure.
0: Yeah, all these Ben overs, I'm all over them. (laughs)
1: oh big ben how could you not root for the guy
0: (laughs) how 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 is it that baker and big ben are the only quarterbacks i didn't trash this yeah
1: right
0: (laughs) (laughs) i I guess i was nice to russell wilson who's amazing i love ben on russell wilson yeah so yeah i think there's so much value in the props this week i've been betting what we put out more and more this season and betting player
1: props is really fun during the games super fun Because even if you bet on a team and they're down 20, your prop is still alive, man.
0: Yeah, that's all you need. This gives you hope because this is a very challenging slate. I honestly think it might be better value to eschew traditional betting in favor of these player props. Yeah. And you're you're hanging out with your boys over Zoom, of course. (laughs) And they're like, yo, who you got money on? You got uh, Steelers. You got Bucks. You're like, nah, dog. J.D. McKissick. <laughs> J.D. McKissick, Moelli cox Freddie Swain. Yeah. Be a informed
1: fan at your Zoom party. Yeah. <laughs> I can't wait to put money on J.D. McKissick.
0: Yeah, I mean, usually you can only do that in five years when he's working at a waitress at a sushi restaurant. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for laughing at that. Yeah. It would have been real weird if you didn't sell that one. <laughs> okay so sam is asking what the best teaser is out there um do you want to answer that first i've got one you go ahead
1: i'll try to find one
0: okay so saturday teaser bills and bucks um you get the bucks down to two you get the bills to a pick i think that's a pretty safe conservative teaser at about even odds i like that Two biggest mismatches on Saturday, so there might be some Rivers magic.
1: But I would do Bucks as well, and then maybe tease the under on the Seahawks Rams game. Tease that up to like forty nine. Ooh, yeah. yeah I think,
0: and I think you can actually do us. You could even expand that. Like favorites on Saturday, any combination of the teasers, I'm down with it. I have a teaser with. The Bills, the Bucks, and the Seahawks as well. So I've got both of those going. Those are my big Saturday plays. Okay. Okay.
1: Yeah. Sorry, Steve. So, and then doing the same. Yeah. The first bet I'm going to make is Seahawks money line. Dang. Ice Cold,
0: Steve Clark. So the gambler this week, I'm going to be on the Bills. You have to pick the Bills this week. Yeah. Seahawks, Browns, Titans, and the Chicago Bears. Bears, baby. Give Mitch those 10 points.
1: Gotta give the Bears 10 points.
0: (laughs) It's going to be wild. (laughs) Well, I, I had a great time talking props with you and if you had a great time watching us smash that subscribe button you're watching on youtube we have new youtube content literally every day we've got daily nba picks we've got an awesome odds and future comparison tool at the propsnetwork.com. and we have an amazing staff of talented people like steve clark who's worked for some of the biggest sports media institutions around the world we have jamoke davis Uh, Not a one-time, not a two-time, not a three-time, not a four-time, five-time Emmy winner. And then we've got me, um, if you really like balding Polish (laughs) (laughs) fucks. But no, check out the Props Network. Subscribe to our YouTube. We, you know, not a, a lot of people put gambling in an entertaining package that's easy to consume. And unlike places like Barstool, we do that while associating with some black people. So support the Props Network. Hit that subscribe button and get gambling advice from people who are over five foot four or can do a pull-up. Wow. I would take on the bar the entire barstool staff in a pickup basketball game, one on five. Let's go.
1: Interesting. I'm trying yeah. to think of who they would. I don't know enough barstool guys, but I feel like that's I would take them <laughs> regardless. What if it's 2 on 5? You, you you just hang out near the three-point line. I I'll hit I'll hit you for those, Steve. I will say that me and you 2 on 2 versus 2 versus any sports media company's best two is we probably have pretty good chances of winning.
0: Yeah, I'll, I'll we'll put the challenge out right now. Yeah. If if you're watching, if you run a sports media company, get those vaccines. Come <laughs> to Brooklyn, New York, and the Props Network is gonna take it to you. We're minus 300 favorites. <laughs> Bring it on.
1: Uh, we, we're forgetting that we're old, but all right. Yeah, so, and that there's like companies that have like ex NBA players working for them. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Yeah, the
0: player is Tribune just destroyed. Yeah. You know, Kevin Durant writes for us, right? <laughs> no, no, actually, we didn't research that. <laughs> but all right,
1: I had a great time. I hope you enjoy the games. Do you have a blog out this week? No blog this week. The propsnetwork.com is, we're updating the website. So, no blog. I did. If you want to go back and read my other blogs for whatever reason, my final <laughs> record. I went 59.7% on the season. And that's over 56, folks. That's all you need to do. Exactly. It was, I finished out strong. I had less than 100 losses on the whole year, which was what I was kind of, I had 99 missed bets on the whole year.
0: Enjoy the wildcard weekend. Enjoy the games. Enjoy the Props Network. We will see you guys next Friday for the Divisional Props Drop. Yes. Until then, this is Joel Walkowski for Steve Clark walking off.